When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. It's the Mugging St. Louis Acura. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCartney, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Eastrode, the Plowhawk and Action Jackson with you. Come on in, friends. Become the Lister of the Month. Brought to you by Milagro Tequila. Just go to TMASTL.com and sign up. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Uh, Doug, uh, we're heading down the stretch. Only six more shows to become the Listener of the Month. So sign up, TMASTL.com, and then we will vote We'll have a conclave in Jamaica. Really? Uh, we'll be voting for this listener in different countries all 12 months of the year. Really? We got a trip planned each month? Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be nice. Yep. All international, yo. Yeah. Turks and Caicos in February. Is that where we're going? Hmm. I think so. Either that or uh, Bahamas. Nice. Maybe then, Barbados. Then hit up Trenton, New Jersey. That's correct. That's lovely. <laughs> That's where we'll be. So, uh, TMASTL.com. It's brought to you by Milagro Tequila, engineer design facility, sponsor of the text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. And uh, call in. Steve Schmidt, Kia, North County phone line, 636-9004-TMA. Uh, design air heating and cooling email of the day is just up for snatch grabs. Only one emailer, Jaguar, Jaguar, <laughs> Jaguar, has two email wins. Everybody else has one. So even if you haven't won so far this month, you're alive to win that. And what do you get if you win? Jackson? Uh, today we are giving away tickets to the Adam Sandler Show. How about oh, that? Really? Bang. February 10th at Enterprise. How do you do, J.D. Drew? For the email winner today. Email winner today, yeah. But for the Milagro Listener of the Month, it's a uh, it's it's a quite a little package you get. When what you kind of package? Doug, three-bet it. No, it's a it's like a swag bag. You get some Milagro tequila. It's great. It's a really, really sweet prize. Really? And then the prize to listen to the year. Woo, it's going to be strong. What's that going to be? Doug, four-bet it. A new car! <laughs> It's going to be strong, baby. Well, the tickets today is a pretty nice gift. <laughs> Poor Jackson. <laughs> it's going to be so strong. But, uh, yeah, for each winner this week, we will have tickets to the Adam Sandler Show. How about oh. that? Yeah, yeah we have a, the oh. app contest going on. Uh, win tickets to, uh, or is the app contest over? For the Adam Sandler one, but we are giving away tickets for it this week. Outstanding. Yeah. How do you do? And that's February 10th at uh, Enterprise, Enterprise Center. Center? Yep. And we got the app contest for the Metallica Show. Yeah. 
Single-day uh, tickets for Metallica's M72 World Tour on Friday, January 20th at 10 a.m. You think Adam Sandler can sell out Which the Enterprise course, Center? You will require DeLorean oh. to, uh, to be able to sign up. Well, that's a far cry from expired Mizzou tickets. I don't know. Those, those were fun. Yeah, that Florida win, though. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't even expired. My, the favorite one I always say was the guy got the tickets at noon <laughs> on Saturday for yeah. a game that was at like 2.30. <laughs> Here's your tickets. Go. He had to drive 90 to Columbia. <laughs> uh, Doug, our opening uh, text, people compete for this thing. Mm-hmm. Guys, mi amigo, the boy porpoise, is requesting I join him and four other petite gentlemen on a trip to the Eric Church concert in Chi-Town in August. Oh. Total invite equals seven boy chests. Total beds equal four beds. Please advise. Thanks, mud fingies. Oh. Uh, and this is, his friend is the, named the boy porpoise? <laughs> Clip that off and correct. I wouldn't go with, anywhere with someone named boy porpoise. I wouldn't go across the street with him. No, I wouldn't go. Eric Church is a big deal now. I see a lot of people talking about Eric Church. They got to have Eric Church. I thought it was an August show. He's coming here. I don't know why you want to go to Chicago to see him. I don't know. I do. Got another app contest next week. Uh, By next week, it means this week. This week. Jackson, are you stuck still in like the morning after the Arkansas game just to keep yourself hard? <laughs> no, sorry, I just missed it. But we have uh, we have another app contest, two app contests. Doug, how many app contests can one show give? I you? don't know, two, I guess. Uh, win tickets to the St. Louis Golf Expo. How about that? That's uh, coming up, February third to the fifth. Ah! That's correct. Mm-hmm. Right when we come back, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the St. Charles Convention Center. It's always a fun time. You head to TMASTL.com or the TMA app, and you sign up and make a profile, and you enter into yeah. the app contest, baby. Yeah. And you when might Jackson's win some of these got nothing, tickets. he says, baby. That's his way to try to drive okay. it home, yeah. and just he wants to be left alone. Selling a little bit better. He's upset about the Alabama game. He's upset about Kobe Brown's ankle. He's focused mm. on Ole Miss. We're on to Oxford. That's what Dennis Gates kept saying. We're on to Oxford. Oh, okay. That's right. I don't know who this country singer is. Okay. I'm, like it's a guessing game. I'm not a huge country fan. Okay. I get people every once in a while, like I gave somebody a couple tickets to uh, uh, to um, Big Head Todd. The philanthropist of Maryland Heights, they mm. call him. <laughs> um, we had a couple extra ones here, so I said, yeah, I can go pick them up for you. Just come by the house. Um, but I've had more requests for somebody named Morgan Whalen. He's one of the biggest stars out there. Wallen. Right? Mar- Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. I'm not really familiar with him. Well, he's one of the biggest stars in the in the industry right now. Somebody asked me last year when he was here, and I went to ask Jesse. I said, I don't know who this is. Do we have any tickets? She goes, uh, yeah, that was sold out the five minutes after it went on sale. Yeah. I didn't know who it was. Oh, people love going to country concerts. It'd be like a country fan saying, I don't know who Lady Gaga is. Wow. Uh, really? Pretty much. I would agree with that. Although Lady Gaga's had crossover with movies. But, yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga has the giant penis. Mm. I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with him until I talked to Jesse, but I still don't know who he is. I haven't heard any of his music. God forbid we keep talking about our sweet virgin prince, Wrinkles. That's from Brian Henshin. Mm. He is covering the Colts uh, coaching search. I was more than fine for the conversation to I, change. I don't even know what the hell. We were talking about giveaways. Yeah. Do we need to continue? And Jackson doesn't know what they are yet, so no. I try to save them. Yeah. Right, let's talk more about the X. Well, let's talk about you. What would you do this weekend? Cover up. I don't even know what sport I could, could mention that he may cover. Name a sport. 
volleyball. And then, and then just put a high school in mm. front of it, and then you'll do your thing. Field hockey. JV volleyball. <laughs> Field hockey. No, that's too big. Field hockey. It's also the winter. Yeah, that's, nobody's out there. But it still was a fun event to cover. Yeah. You can text in if you're not happy with the program, 314-881-TMA5. It's Engineer Design Facility, sponsor of our text inbox. Uh, getting a lot of texts about the Chappelle Chris Rock show last night. Really? Was I the only one on the dais who went? Doug, did you wind I up I did going? not go, no. Iggy, did you wind up going? Uh, I did not go. Did you go to Big Head Todd on Friday, by the way? Uh, I did, and my brother and my sister-in-law went, the listener went. Now, when you say a listener, what do you mean? You just well, got tickets for the Well, listener said, Iggy, is there any chance? I'd come up with a couple of extra tickets. So I put on my page, if anybody wants to go, I have a couple extra tickets. This is on Facebook? Yeah, and a guy asked me, and I said, sure, come so over. So you brought a friend? Yeah, No, he had two other tickets. I went with my brother and sister-in-law, but they uh, they were back and forth, because also, I also got them tickets. It was a big weekend for them, uh, for freebies. They wanted to go see Big Love, which is the Fleetwood Mac <laughs> Cover band, Big Love, and they were they were Del, they were Del Mar Hall, which is a hop, skip, and a jump from uh, the pageant. So they were going back and forth. They went fill like, me with your Big Love. They went for like twenty minutes here, then went over and saw that, then went back and watched. They're back and Gypsies. forth watching bull, bull shows. Hmm. So I was kind of by myself. Hmm. That's fine. Oh, you weren't impressed with the show? No, I was. I just said I went by myself, which is Gosh. fine. Ah, uh, you know. Did they, they do bittersweet as the uh, encore? Yeah, it was. They should just play bittersweet on a loop. <laughs> oh no! I mean, that's the only Is that song. Bad? That, no, they're good. That's the only song I really. So did Big Head Todd then. exit the stage and then come back and then that famous riff? Yeah, there were a lot of songs I didn't know. Well, I mean, they've been around thirty years. They probably are bored. Want to play some new music? I know, but it was. It was all right. Wow, Doug! You don't sound like it. Does. I've, I've seen him. I've seen him like two or three times. Well, you didn't have to go. Yeah, but I wanted to go. Oh. Huh. Doesn't sound like it now. Yeah, it was a fun show. Okay. Sold out. Although we had quite a few tickets here that uh, people, you know, if people don't pick up their tickets that they give away. Well, that's how that works? Because I see Jody send those emails out around 530. Yeah, those are if uh, people don't pick up their tickets. She goes, ah, got it. God love Jody. I mean, she has to go through all the folders of that day to see what was given away for that show. And then she pulls out who doesn't show up and uh, puts them in the kitchen for people. Nice. So I saw that email. And I said, uh, yeah, I'll grab two for you. So, nice guy. I came up here and picked you up. You are a nice went, gentleman. What but a guy. But I got to see Lauren for a couple of minutes. So it was fine. Oh, that's what it was about. There we are. All there. right. Okay. There we are. No, she was, she was voice tracking the end of her show, so I saw her for like two minutes. What'd she have to say? Yeah, she was, going to Big Head Todd? She's probably not a Big Head no, Todd. No, she wasn't going. No, she went and saw, um, well, her Facebook page and AD, who also does the morning show, they went to, got a bar. I don't know if they went together, but they were both there. They both posted pictures. Ken Earhart, Doug, count on Ken. Yeah, Channel Four. <laughs> no guy. way. He was he playing. He was playing. Joe Petrovich. In the he, was, he was playing in a band at this uh, at this venue. Mm -hmm. He was playing guitar. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He's quite the magician. Magis musician. Doug Henning's the magician. <laughs> yeah, is musician. he really? A yeah. yeah. Ken Earhart. Yeah. Yeah, he sounded pretty good. All right, can I get a picture for? Music mm -hmm. all over the place this weekend. So Ken Earhart was in concert, too. <laughs> Doug. Where was he in concert? Where did you say he was? I forgot the name of the bar he was playing. Oh. Oh, that's, that's a... Yeah, it was a bar. Was it wasn't a nightclub. Was oh, it? he's a talented guy. It wasn't like he's at Enterprise Center opening oh. up or something. That would be hilarious. 
Yeah, I forgot what bar it was. <laughs> the opening act of Big Head Todd. <laughs> Ken <laughs> Doug, that's when you know you might yeah. need to call an audible as we move toward Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> yes, let's welcome Ken Earhart. <laughs> I bet he was a big hit. He was. I mean, learning. So you were there. No, learning AD <laughs> both posts on their Facebook page video of him playing guitar. Yeah, he's good. I'll go to AD's Facebook page and see what. Okay, he we'll, we'll pause here. Colin and Wyckoff, what's up, Colin? You can do something else while I'm. I just, no, no, you go ahead and scroll. I just, I just, I just, I just can't remember the name of the bar. It was. Yeah, he must have put it on Twitter. No, take your time. This is what the show is. He's scrolling through Facebook. Heard about Ken and Hart. What's in band? Tim, before we get to hearing about two of the biggest comedians in the history of the game coming to St. Louis last night, here's a story about a weatherman playing at a bar. Must be on We'll keep uh, <laughs> three hours. I, it may be on her regular page. I don't okay. Know. I just, it popped up twice. Maybe it's on Instagram. I don't who, know. Who, whose page are you looking at? Both. 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 Learn and someone else. Oh, learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you find it, just give a whistle. And we'll wake up. And you can go back to regular programming. I'll, I'll go I Instagram. love hearing the time. Give me some. Yeah. Go to Instagram here. <laughs> mm. What's uh, I Tim, well, Ken the audience wants to talk Chris Rock and Chappelle. Ken then proceeds to talk about his weekend with every excruciating <laughs> detail. It's from the hunchback of On Castle. Guys, if you were betting it, 718 is when he learned it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Herb Humphreys and the Nightside players were awesome this weekend. Yeah, Got it covered. Nightside. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. Irv Humphreys, Nightside. So far, the two things Strode has tried to hijack with, he hasn't pronounced the name right and can't think of where they were. This is amazing to listen to. It's from the old Appleton stepdad. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Rocking chair Doug and a very cold old Appleton this morning. Hell. Maybe Lauren's listening this morning. Just text Tim. Why would she listen? Text him. You want her to stop what she's doing and text her husband or, or our Tim? Tim. That way I don't have to... Doug, that didn't answer your question. No, I gave you two Tims. Our Tim. Okay. You want her to text Tim what bar Kent Earhart was playing in on Saturday. If she's up and listening to the show. If not, Why would I'll, she do that? I'll go ask AD at the break because now, now I'm... You know, it gets to you when you can't remember something. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to find out. Something. The audience needs to know. Maybe somebody point. else was there. Was it like Friendly's where they got the such good fried chicken? Ooh, fried chicken. It was like a like a neighborhood type bar. It wasn't some big venue. Like he wasn't right. playing Blueberry Hill or something. Okay. I just can't remember it. No. But I, I didn't know Ken Earhart played guitar. Yes, he does. <laughs> Guys, we really need Pepper and Jeannie to return to eliminate these pointless stories on TMA. Mm. That's from the ill side of uh, hey, Tim, is it too late for my wife and I to be invited to Lil Piddle Smokey's trip to be the fluffers for all 15 guys? Jackson's oh. filled us both out before, so he knows how satisfying we can be. Please let me know. Hi, Plowsy. That's from Sean Mahoney's Deadeye. Why was that question directed to Tim? <laughs> I don't know. You're not like the secretary of the trip. Yeah, the I, don't, I don't really have much to do with the trip. I'm happy for you. You sound excited about it. Yeah. I think you are going to have a monster trip to Jamaica. Sure hope so. And uh, and then you're going to follow that up a couple months later with a monster trip to the Smoky Mountains with yep. Herb. Yeah, I, I I love the slate of trips I'm going on. Nice. So it's a good slate. Hmm. Yeah. 
Sorry, Sean Mahoney's dead. Nobody's doing better than than Doug, though. Doug, you have Jamaica, and you have the cruise of a lifetime. Well, yeah. I, I hope it is. I would think so. How can yeah. that be? Yeah. Where in the, where in the Mediterranean are you going? Oh, I think it starts in, the, like, Crow. It start, you land in Venice, the Venice area, at the airport, which is obviously uh, Italy. And then you... you you cruise down, hit Croatia, and then you go down to Greece, and then up to Rome, and the Amalfi Coast, and then to France, and Barcelona. It ends in Barcelona. I'm jealous. Well, you can you can sign up too, I guess. <laughs> no, I just Italy's one of my uh, one of my go to trips. Yeah, sounds like it'd be fun. I haven't been there either. Hey guys, just tuning in. Have you discussed the Ken Earhart concert yet? Mm. Mitch, no, get busy living or get busy dying. That's damn right, comes to mm. <laughs> uh, You can text in your thoughts. Engineer, design, facility, sponsor the text inbox. If you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com. Now the technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com. They are the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF's fire division is now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. EDF can handle all of your company's security and surveillance needs, from surveillance cameras to access card readers to facial recognition software and everything in between its engineered design facilities. Uh, Iggy, I see you are on with a brand-new client here on TMA. I am. Oh, I was going to ask because I I'll do it, but I was going to. I felt bad that I hijacked. I was going to ask you how the concert was because that was the original question. Well, no, that's fine. I'll get back to it. I, you know. Uh, yeah. I what do you got? I am Look so. Look at this, Doug. Look at this. Not only am I excited. Look at it, boy. And this may take a little while because they're a new client. I wanted to okay. give a little. I'll start the clock for the sixty. Oh, I want to give a little story though. Uh-huh. Uh, Doug Bre- set the over under three twenty. Okay, oh, over. <laughs> we're already thirty. And then seconds the sales in. staff will come in and say, you know, when they pay for a sixty, mm-hmm. give them a sixty. Well, we can't give them a thirty. You give four them a 30. Hour, four minute show. Uh, Brush Creek Valley Farms. There it is. You know, 40, I love to cook. Uh, forty seconds left. You know, I love to cook. This they they have the best meat you ever had. Have they? Yes, located in Cuba, Missouri, uh, delivered nationwide in insulated boxes. I got mine in one day. Did you? Now I can't promise you you're gonna get in a day maybe two no, you're special yeah grass-fed pasteurized raised meats <laughs> now you can choose between a curated box such as smoker box family grill box the breakfast box yeah uh or you can build your own box you can also buy in bulk doug which my freezer looks like i bought in bulk 15 uh, seconds is usually where i hit the website and the phone number <laughs> well i haven't told a story yet so you can well, turn that off oh <laughs> uh you can subscribe and save 10 percent each month uh, also, here's a special just for TMA listeners. What is that? Go to BrushCreekValley.com, and at checkout, use TMA10 for 10% off box orders, or TMA5 for bulk orders. So TMA10 or TMA5. That's the code? Well, that's the, the TMA code. Oh, my God. Okay. You, you have a book. You do Well, have a book. I just took notes. I put it in my uh, XFL book that Brian Stahl gave us. Oh, nice, uh, Stahl. I couldn't find anything else to write on. It was sitting on my table. Uh, the TMA 10 code can be used towards subscription boxes for a total of 20% off. So support a local family that delivers high-quality meats at competitive prices. Their meats will satisfy the largest of the walrus group. Mm. High-quality meats for a low-brow audience. Oh, oh. Brush Valley. Did you that's come nice up with t- that on your that's own? That's a nice little tag. No, it's a they, nice tag. No, that's their tag. 
<laughs> I'm not doing this like the other one. This is this is a great company. I met them last week. Uh, the tag that they supplied you with is high quality meats for a low brow audience. <laughs> yeah. Well, they know the show. <laughs> okay, they must. Um, but the, the reason this is so good for our listeners because there's not a day that goes by on the fan page that you don't see somebody with grilling or somebody got a new grill or somebody got a new this or somebody got, <laughs> hey, I got this. Look, you guys love to eat meat. You love to grill. Brush Creek Valley Farms. There I, it is. Dude. I had a ribeye over the weekend. How oh, was it? Oh, my it? God. I mean, How was it? I, I took care of three sponsors in one sitting. Andrea's. Yeah, on the on the Brush Creek Valley uh, ribeye. And then I used my uh, my uh, Bertarelli steak knife. Oh, did you? Although I probably could have cut this with a fork. It was so tender. Ew. So, yeah, it was one of the best ribeyes I ever had. So ribeyes, uh, brats, sirloin steaks. Uh, beef tips, pork. I got a pork shop that's like nine inches thick. A nine inch thick pork I mean, it's, it's huge. Right. So anyway, Brush Creek Valley Farms, welcome to the program. And uh, I think you're going to do well because our listeners love to eat and they love a good piece of steak. I reverse seared it, Tim. Reverse seared, Doug. Now what's involved with that? It's just you start it off in the oven, very low temperature, about 350. I like my steak medium rare. It was a very thick ribeye. So about... 12 minutes in there, and then you finish it off in a in a hot uh, cast iron skillet. Get a nice char on it. Delicious. Reverse sear. Reverse sear. A lot of people will start it in the skillet, sear it on both sides, then put it in the oven. Reverse sear is you put it in the oven first, and then you sear it. Okay. Either, any way you do it, it's going to be, what is it, up to five? Three minutes and 31 mm. seconds. Oh. Well, it's, it's not going to be that long every time, but it's a new sponsor, and I just want to give them a little love. Brush Creek Valley Farms. Now, how was the concert, Tim? Doug, the uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock concert. Uh, if you went to it, uh, your thoughts are welcome. Call in, Steve Schmickia, North County phone line, 636-9004-TMA. We do welcome new sponsor uh, to the program, and uh, we welcome all new sponsors, of course. You, you, not everybody will get a three-minute commercial, though. That was no. a special yeah. welcome-to-the-show treat. Mm -hmm. One time was, only. That was. I have a little story to tell about me. Having their steak over the weekend, how good it was. So, so there's more to come? Coming <laughs> up in the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah, well, I haven't finished yet. Part two. It's, it's a three-part read. Nice clock. It'll be two. Stephen <laughs> Wildwood is not happy. Mm. I can't get a damn video done, but anybody who buys time with Iggy gets a half-hour commercial. Get this mother effer off oh. the field. That's Stephen Wildwood, sponsor of the TMA versus Chris Nagel golf video. Well, this is just my way of people saying, you know, I want Iggy to do my spots because he does it for like five minutes. This is going to be great. Eleven people on Facebook were getting sick of butter fried skate wing on Wednesday night. Mm. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Well, don't watch. Oh. I haven't done one in like three weeks. People don't even notice. Doug, uh, last night Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle were yeah. in town. Yeah, how was it? Uh, the show was supposed to start at 7.30. At least that's what the ticket said. I don't know. I don't know. No, you have no way of knowing but they did send out a notice when you uh, bought your tickets to get there early. The reason being, when you arrive, you have to put your phone in um, a pack, yonder pack is what they're called. Has anybody ever done that on the dais? I have not done that. No. Nobody? Jackson? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, and so, therefore, the line to get in is going to move at a slower pace than, say, if you're going to an Enterprise Center for a Blues game. So we knew that, left the house about 5.50, and traffic flew. I mean, when I'm going to a Blues game, if you're on 40, do you say 40 or 64? I say 40. What do you I say? I say 40. 
40. What do you say, Plowhawk? 64, but I'm a transit. Yeah. Uh, what do you say, Jackson? Uh, 64, because I'm Young's. Mm. Yeah, there it is. There's the breakdown. I think I probably say 40 more often than I say 64, so I guess that means 40 wins mm-hmm. in the day. So anyway, uh, no traffic, got down there, was able to park in that hotel that usually is so full, the, the hotel that used to be the Sheridan. I don't know what it yeah. is now. It's Caddy Wampus from the It's Caddy Wampus. Yeah. It is. The official direction would be southeast of the Enterprise Center, uh, more south and east. But what do they charge that if I don't mind me asking? 20 bucks. Well, that's not bad at all. Oh, my God. In and out. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah Plowhawk, it is. That's that's my recommendation, but I think it fills up pretty quickly. I've, I've, so, anyway, get there. Uh, we're sitting there, uh, not a bar in the uh, facility, and so I'm just sitting there with Anna Marie hanging out, watching a little bit of Cowboys and the 49ers game, and we see people are already lined up, so we walk over there. Probably at about 6.45, we were in line, and we were in our seats at 7.15. Oh. So it's a long line, and as we were in line, I'm seeing that a, now the line is going around 14th Street. It's, uh, you know, it's it's people are going up around the building. Because Just to put your a, phone in a bag? Well, you got to get in. You got to go through the metal detector and then the phone. I mean, there's it's going to, you know, it was a full, sold I believe it was sold out. It looked like it was packed to me. So it's going to take some time, whatever. Now, I gather, based on seeing some of the pictures that I saw the Post-Dispatch showing, that there were people who weren't aware of this recommendation to show up early. So when 7.30 rolled around and the show hadn't started, and clearly at that point I would say maybe it was about 50% full, I thought perhaps they're delaying the show because people weren't in the building. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And you don't have your phone. So now... They actually take your phone away from you? Well, it's put in a package, and it's locked. Uh, but they actually take it from you? No, you have it, but it's in a little pouch. That you can't unlock? That's right. Or you can only unlock it if you go to a designated area at oh, the Enterprise Lord. Center. And this is so you don't have people shooting video of the shows. So if you want to look at your phone, you can watch it all day long in these designated areas. But if you're in your seats, you can't have it. So anyway, it's now 8 o'clock and nothing has started. Now it's 8.15 and nothing has started. And I said to my wife, I said, these MFers aren't in St. Louis yet. There's not a doubt in my mind because there's no way. I mean, 45 minutes is one thing. Um, Or excuse me, 15 minutes is one thing. 45 minutes is another thing. You know, they played Memphis on Friday night. But unlike a band that's, you know, maybe gaining some traction, they don't take the bus up to St. Louis and, you know, go to Napoli on Saturday night. My guess is Chris Rock was in his bed in New York City or Jersey, wherever the hell he is. He says he lives in Alpine, Jersey, uh, by one in the morning on, on Friday. So then I would imagine they probably watch the Bills and Bengals and go, okay, I guess we got to head to the, the airport, fly private into St. Louis. So 8.30 rolls around, and I'm like, all right, there's no way there's going to be an opener. But alas, Doug, at 8.30, an hour in, hmm. now there's an opener. Oh. And it's a, it's a gentleman I'd never heard of by the name of Rick Ingram. Rick Ingram. Rick Ingram. Has anybody heard of Rick no. Ingram? No. Might be related to James Ingram. The singer? No, he's a guy in St. Louis. that he, <laughs> But he, he seems to post pictures of all these celebrities. This is another Facebook friend of yours? And he posted a picture last night of him and Chris Rocks. Maybe it's his brother. 
I don't know. James Ingram posted a picture of him and Chris. Doug, I immediately thought, what's your favorite James Ingram song? I did too. Yeah, I thought he's a good singer. <sighs> did he sing somewhere out there? Somewhere from American Tale? Yeah, he kind of sounded like had a Peebo Bryson sound to him, didn't he? Nice. That's yeah. really nice. Analogy. Was he funny? He was outstanding. Was he? He was damn good. So then you're thinking after he gets now where my seats were, you could kind of see that there. There was like a, a teleprompter, actually, yeah. except it wasn't, he wasn't reading material, of course, but you could see a 15, 10, 5, so he was getting, you know, how many minutes he had left. And then you see the time is up, he goes off the stage. Uh, you know DJ Trauma, Doug? I don't. DJ Trauma was handling the music for the festivities, and at that point, I figure, because I think so, oh, I think Wellington said he saw him play in uh, somewhere in maybe either Scottsdale or L.A., and he said, Chris Rock opens. And it is it is Chappelle's company. Um, so I figured Chappelle would be second based on the information that we had gotten. And then I saw in the tickets that it was his intellectual property. So, therefore, uh, Chris Rock. And, and Except it's not Chris Rock. It's a gentleman who, if you watched Chappelle's show on uh, Comedy Central, which debuted 20 years ago yesterday. Fun facts for no one tell, Chappelle later said. Uh, he, w- he went by the name Ashy Larry. Ashy Larry. That's correct. Okay. Anybody familiar with Jackson? I mean, this is before your time. This is another comedian has come on. That's correct. I mean, I've seen Chappelle's show before, but I don't remember Ashy Larry. Uh, skit from Chappelle's show, Ashy Larry. Uh, comedian's name is, I want to say Donnell, Doug. Ashy Larry Donnell. You remember? Uh, Donnell Rawlings? Donnell Rawlings. Iggy, you got oh, I've seen him before. I've yeah. seen. I've, I recognize his face. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of shows and movies. So he he comes up there, uh, and I'm watching the clock because I'm what I'm thinking right now is either both these guys aren't in St. Louis yet, or at least one of them's not in St. Louis yet, because Ashy Larry is <laughs> clearly stretching. Oh, is he? Clearly, like the ten minutes he had left was up there for about 20 minutes. Mm. And I also could tell he didn't have enough material, so oh, to speak. Oh, no. And so he is stretching and... Dying? Not dying, but he was stretching. And it was it was obvious. Puckering. No, nah, I wasn't... Th- he just... He just you, you knew he didn't have much. He, he didn't have much in the tank. Yeah. That's got to be stressful when you're in front of 15,000 people, and how much longer can I go here? I, I mean, he, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. But, I mean, like I said, once 8.30 rolled around and it hadn't started, I'm like, one of these guys is in St. Louis. I would imagine most of the people in the building figured they stayed at the Ritz or the Four Seasons or whatever. I also thought there was a possibility they were just watching the end of the 49ers-Cowboys game <laughs> dead serious. I mean, like, what do they care? Nobody's going anywhere. So... uh then, after Ashy Larry does his, uh, you know, I would think it was probably closer to 20 to 25 minutes. Oh, my gosh. It's like a... For real. Lead act. <laughs> DJ Trauma. Doug, you know uh, DJ... I don't know DJ Trombone. <laughs> Trauma. He comes on, and he goes, all right, ladies and gentlemen, St. Louis, if you're the best city in the world, let me hear you. And I'm going, oh, oh no. Lord. DJ Trauma doesn't have anything either. No. Both these, these guys aren't in St. Louis. He goes, we're going to have an intermission now. Oh, oh my God. Were there any boos or any rumblings No, but because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure plenty of, plenty, plenty of people in the audience were there, and I'm curious what you were thinking. At 8.15, I'm thinking, 
one of these guys, like, I thought there was a chance Chris Rock didn't leave New York City till 6 o'clock. Like, I left my house earlier than Chris Rock left New York City. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. Chappelle's in Ohio, Rock's in New York, Jersey, whatever. And they're flying private, so it's not the biggest deal in the world. There wasn't a weather situation. So, so anyway, after I would guess 15, 20 minutes, ballpark on the intermission, the lights go down and Chris Rock comes out. And he's good. Now, I can see from the little teleprompter thing that he has, like, bullet points of, like, what direction, like, each next, like, I guess just to remind him what what his next, it's not like he's reading it, but it's like he's going from this topic to this topic. So that's, so I kind of know what the topic, and I want to not look at it, but it's right in my, would you say purview? Field of vision? Mm, Both of them work so well. Okay. Let's do an app poll on whether you like purview or field of vision. Okay. So... Rock now is up there, and I'm thinking to myself, God, it's got to be close to 10.30 or 11 o'clock, and Chappelle hasn't even been on yet, and Chris Rock's, I mean, he's outstanding, of course, but I can kind of tell he's now stretching, too. And, And then his set ends, and it's an amusing text exchange that he's talking about, but then it just kind of ends, and these guys know, I mean, he, there's a... Him and Seinfeld, in particular, pick words that have certain sounds to make them funnier, and they're pacing. And if you've whatever, if you've seen Rocks Bring the Pain, which I think was the thing that put him on the map, comedically, from uh, was that ninety six? I don't know the year. And Dimitri Young had a triple. I don't know uh, that uh, there's a pacing and the way he says words and all of that stuff. So he's so fine tuned that there's no way that the thing would just kind of and I don't want to say it fizzled out, but it ended not with a mic drop. You know, crescendo. Yeah. And I thought that was odd. So then he comes off the stage. People are thrilled. Standing ovation. Whole thing. And there's that DJ trauma again. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Still chirping. And he starts. (laughs) Hold my watch. He starts playing some music. And he's playing Nelly songs. And I'm going, oh, no, they got nothing. I mean, we're going 24-year-old Nelly songs here. And, Doug, now, guess what happens? Rick Ingram is called back up on stage to do another 15 Rick or minutes. James? No, 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 no. Rick. Rick Ingram, the guy who was the opener before Ashley Larry. Okay. Did you just come straight from the concert to here? I got. I went to bed at 1. I got home at 12.30. And so help me, I'm lucky I did. Because I said to Anna Marie before Chappelle came on, I said, listen, woman, because I was raised the right way. Right. I said... When I get the sense, and if I can see the clock, that he's got five minutes left, we got to go. Because I don't know what this phone process is going to be, and I knew where we had parked, and it's going to be tight quarters. And, you know, I got to go. I got to do balloon party tomorrow. You know. Right. That's, that's bigger. That's, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Well, all of them were, all the listeners in the audience, right? Absolutely. The <laughs> Absolutely. And <laughs> I don't know. That's a balloon party audience show. Uh, they might have been at Kent's concert, I think, actually. By the way, the name of the bar was Hammerstones. There you go. Oh, cool. oh, yeah. oh that's a Soulard joke. Yeah, yeah. So Rick Ingram, God bless him, because having done television and even to an extent radio, you know when you got to fill. And when you do it, it's kind of easy if you know how to do it, but you also then recognize when somebody's filling. Yeah. And I see Rick coming up there again, and I liked him the first time around, but I'm like, this poor... You know, and all he does is he just starts picking out people in the audience, and he's so he's really good, man, for real. I was I really enjoyed him, 
but he's just like going through the audience and then like just coming up with stereotypes and then just busting balls. That's what he's got. And then finally, after I think about 15 minutes of that, it says time. And then Chappelle comes out. Now, because I didn't have my phone and I don't, I don't wear a watch, I have no idea what time it is. Um, my understanding is he came out at about 11.05. Oh, for a show that starts at seven thirty. <laughs> what did they ever explain it or apologize or anything? So yeah, he did. Now he does. I don't know what the situation is. I know at Riverport, for example, Doug, would you call it Hollywood Casino Amphitheater? Or would you call it Riverport? I call it Riverport. I'm old. Peggy, do you call it Riverport or Hollywood Casino Amphitheater? No, I try to support the sponsors, so I say Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Uh, Plowhawk, what do you call? What? Oh, <laughs> just say Riverport. Well, I'm looking up DJ Trauma. Mm-hmm. And he has a net worth of twelve million. Doesn't he? DJ Trauma is legit. Uh, Jackson, do you call it Riverport? I bet Jackson's a Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. I just call it the Amphitheater. Mm. Oh, interesting. I think I'm with Jackson. Not, I like not a shot. It just changes names a lot. So I don't think it's been Riverport since you've been born. That's the reason. But there was why. something else in between there. Verizon, Verizon Wireless. Yeah. Well, that reminds me. We got to make sure we put our uh, phones on international. Uh, yeah, that was like the one thing. What is it? You have to go in to do that. You got to call somebody. No, no. I think you can set it up through your Web- carrier's website. Oh, I hope so. So anyway, Chappelle gets up there, and whereas Rock, on the little teleprompter thing that tells him how many minutes they have left, had bullet points, and that's the way his act. Now he would clearly add. Chappelle's is just a blank screen. He's got a cup of some kind of booze. He's lighting up darts, and he's just he's clearly improving, which is great. I mean, he's talented enough to do it. God bless him. And it's good amusement, but I think the Enterprise Center, and I could be off on this, and that's why I was asking about the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, because I know there is a hard out for curfew reasons, for noise violations. I think that they have to be out by midnight, because then it's the next day. I could be wrong. And so, whereas Rock went, people who were there might have timed it, I would think he went well more than an hour. Chappelle went less than an hour. And so I see the clock pop up at a minute 30 left, and I say, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And, and, and whereas the other ones were 10 minutes, 5 minutes with, with Chappelle, it's like minute 30, minute 29, minute 28. And I said, we got to go. We got to go. And we were able to get out there. And you get out there, you leave the building, and there's a guy standing there, and he unlocks the phone pouch. And that's how you get your phone back. Oh, gosh. And, uh, so now, you know, I had money on the Cowboys. I have no idea if I won it. I lost it. Mm. Uh, and I uh, had no idea. <laughs> it's very rare in 2023 for a game to be over for like three hours, and you don't know if you've won or lost your money. Uh, and then I, I have no idea what time it is. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's like 11.15. And it's 11.56. And I go, oh, my God. Furthermore, Anna Marie's parents had been watching our boys, and they had to be like, you know— these two already went to Jamaica, you know. <laughs> so what was the reason they gave for being so late? So Chappelle, at the end, now, do what you want with it. And I'm curious what people's reads are, because I know there are plenty of people who were there, and you heard him say it. He said, this show is almost canceled tonight. At the end, he said it. He said, I was sitting on the tarmac for, I thought he said something along the line, I don't know, he said a long time. I thought he said two hours, but I don't want to put words in there. Well... And he said, we were flying along, and the, the masks came down. And the pilot looked behind me and said, everything's going to be all right. And I'm like, is that right? And to me, Doug, now maybe I'm off the mark, 
why would the plane be on the tarmac for two hours, but then also have the masks come down because the masks do not come down no. while on the tarmac? No, they don't. It means he flew in late and Plowhawk that was it. Yeah. <laughs> He was probably yeah. like, okay, it's halftime of the Cowboys 49ers game from Ohio to St. Louis. I can get there in 90 minutes. Rock will go until about 9. I'll show up at Spirit or Mid-America, where the hell he flies into. And I don't like that. I don't like it when stars become I so could, big. I, it, it, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Every other act in America, you can take your phone in and get pictures of the person. Oh, I totally understand the phone thing for comedians. 100%. 100%. Totally understand it. Totally understand it. I don't know. I, I think they've gotten too big for the britches. If you're so, gonna if you're gonna ask for the the prices that you got for tickets, I think you owe it to the the paying customer to be there on time. On that, I don't think that's asking it. too much to, of anybody. He I said even Lauren Hill was saying, and he apologized. You know, he apologized on the front end and on the back end, well, as he should. But uh, so yeah, his set I would say was I could be wrong because I didn't have my phone, but I would say it was in the fifty minute range. And I would think rocks was like in the hour, 15-minute range. But somebody might have the Buckswell may have the exact numbers. I don't have them. I think it's a union thing. <clears throat> yeah, you might be right as, on that, actually. As far as time and what time they have to stop or else, you know, they pull everybody out. The Chappelle was on for 50, 49 minutes. God bless. Tip of the cap. Yeah, that would frustrate me. I'd be so mad by the time they got there that I wouldn't enjoy the show, I think. It was. It, it's just because, you know, for, for I, I, I'm coming at it from the position of somebody who has to get up at 4:35 in the morning, you know, or that's what yeah. I'm used to. Do we have to? Obviously, for the crap we do, we could get up at seven. Yeah, we're not the only ones who get up early Monday right. morning. Well, there were plenty of people. So that's the other thing. Yep. Uh, people people started to leave not because they were unhappy with the material, but because it was so late. I honestly had no idea it was that late. In my mind, it was 10:30 or something. Which is still late for us, mm -hmm. and knowing I go, to, I'm asleep by 10:30 almost on every night, unless there's a Cardinal or Blues playoff game, and I stay up, and then I still watch most of it the next morning. And Chappelle kind of called them, not even call them out, but he was apologizing. I'm sorry, I know you got, you know, it was late, but um, so that so from that perspective, it disappointed the the evening. That impacts my my view of the evening. I thought Rick Ingram was outstanding. Didn't much think of Ashy Larry. That was fine. I think if Ashy Larry's doing his normal 10 to 15 minutes, he's probably got enough to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I think Rock, you would just think he would be able to end on a crescendo, but I'm, I'm sure he's out there and he's going, I, I know Dave isn't here yet. And so now he's like, you know, like one of us at the sports desk when the live shot goes down. The yeah. audience said, no, the live shot goes down, but they say, Steve's feed in Phoenix is down. Mm -hmm. You need to fill 45 seconds. And so, you know, you just fill the 45 seconds. Well, he's out there in front of 17,000 people, and he's Chris Rock, probably made a million dollars for doing the show, yeah. and now he's kind of going into some stuff that he normally wouldn't do. And then Chappelle just comes out there, and he just straight-up ad-libs, and he does it, I guess, for 49 minutes. I feel bad for the people, too, that, like yourself, had babysitters, but, you know, if you think to yourself, well, it's 7.30, and it's 11.30, and they're not here yet, but you can't call. You don't have your phone. You can't, that, that, you can't text and say, hey, yeah. we're just running late. Say, God, they should have been home by now. Well, that's the thing. That, that I thought about that part. Fortunately, you know, I would let my wife know about that to let her parents know about it in advance. But still, I would have never guessed that. I thought I might be home by 1030. The thing's starting at 730. I, and I never thought there'd be an opener either. So when there was an opener opener's. at 830, 
Two openers. Well, two openers, and one of them did two sets. <laughs> and then a DJ. And DJ Trauma. You guys ever heard of Nelly? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're <laughs> the greatest city Louis, in the world. Yeah, if you're the best city in the world, Yay. and everybody's just kind of like... It just seems like it's highly unprofessional not to not to be there on time. You're charging how many how much for tickets? A thousand bucks or more? Oh, I don't know about that. I, weren't some of them online for a thousand dollars? I suppose it's possible. I don't know. Well, you don't know why it was late. Well, for if, if it's just a, an airline flight, then you should have got there the the previous day. If you got a Maybe they had a show the entire arena. They were. They played. I'm virtually certain they had Memphis on Friday. They were off last night, and so, like I said, you know, Memphis, Memphis, to where I don't. Jackson, do you know where he lives? I feel like you could be the person who knows where in Ohio he is. Uh, is it a rural part of? Ohio? It's a rural part. I mean, he's always talking. Shaker about. Heights, I bet. Is it no. Shaker Heights? You're in a Cleveland. Zeppelin. <laughs> I think it's like a dead center. Like, yeah, that's probably not, closer to like Columbus. The, that's not rural. Yeah, but like a rural part of. Ohio. He's so I mean, Memphis to let's say Central Ohio is what at the most a ninety-minute flight. It might be less than that. And so Central Ohio to St. Louis, ninety minutes. Tops. I mean, flight. I flew and I flew. I was lucky enough. Wasn't minding anything I'll do. It might be the last time I ever do it. Fl- flew private with Joe Buck, not because of anything I did. From Teterboro, which is the New York City private airport, to St. Louis, and so help me God. I was at Ferrato's picking up pizza less than two hours after I was in New York City. And it's just once you're, and that's, and I'm not accommodated to that, but if you're Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, that's all you do. It's like taking a commute. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened, but that's, that's what he said was he was on the tarmac for two hours. I think he said for two hours for a long time. He goes, you have no idea how close the show is being canceled tonight. But I'm sure they're going, God, we got to refund everybody. And if Chris is already in St. Louis... And then he isn't going to get paid for tonight, or I'm going to have to pay him out of my, you know. Then we got to just go with the show. But and nobody can argue with the mass drop on the tarmac excuse. You see, so you picked right. up that read. In fact, you're lucky that there even was a show. Yeah. Tonight. What if the pilot of the private jet or like the attendants there are going to come out and say, "Well, that's a lie." I mean, those are the yeah. only people that actually know what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. You can't go, "Well, that was a lie." He almost got in a quote unquote, you know, maybe not a near death experience, but certainly that. It's terrifying. It could oh, be. A, those are those excuses that are gold. Yeah. Now, when those things come down, I would. I've never been in a flight where they came down. Doug, have you ever been in a flight where they came down? No. Mm-mm. But if they came down, you just you don't just push them back up there. I wouldn't think you have to go and redo a bunch of stuff. And maybe that takes time. That they came down accident accidentally. Maybe there was a malfunction. Now we got to take time to well, get these he, things he, back he, in there. He told the story. He said he was incredibly uh, concerned. And then the pilot turned around and said, "Everything is going to be fine." What is he concerned about? I mean, you're still on the ground. Well, that's what he, but that's my point. That's why, I, in my opinion, the story wasn't necessarily accurate. Yeah, that See doesn't make saying? sense. Well, that's that doesn't that's make sense. why I was like, okay, he was just late. He was covering for being late yeah. with a story. If they came down, if you just said they came down and we had to take time to get them back up there and it's all, a, it's all an issue for safety and we had to do it just to say, what's well, going to be fine? Well, it's going to be fine. We haven't gone anywhere. You're probably on the phone with the promotions director. What's the return policy on the tickets? Oh, okay, yep. 100% refundable. Gotcha. You could probably right. check. I imagine even private planes, if they have an incident, they have to report it. A uh, person at Enterprise Security told us that he was getting a police escort to the show because of the plane delay issues. That's from the 314. Okay. Yeah, I, I would assume he would get that actually either way, as weird as that might sound to people. It's like football teams. Remember that when we would travel with the Rams, get the yeah. police escort? Yeah. <laughs> get their act kicked by 40 and then get a police yeah, escort. I saw that in, in Tampa a couple of weeks ago at a, at a mall. There was a huge Greyhound bus. 
two policemen in front, two in back, sirens wearing, and it was just a team in the Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> was that, did you see Drink? I did oh, not see Drink. It. No. Nice. Mm-mm. He's recruiting. That's how I, I couldn't tell who it was. I just knew that, that there was a little sign on the side that said Gasparilla Bowl. Guys, has anybody checked flighttracker.com to see what time a plane landed from Ohio? Well, Doug, there's a number of planes, but I, I've been told that he lives, a bunch of people texted in Yellow Springs, which is outside of Dayton. Dayton's relatively close to Cincinnati, if my memory serves. Yeah. yeah. So I looked at the University of Dayton, I think. Doug, did I look at Dayton? No, I looked at Miami, Ohio. I don't know. Oh, and Miami of Ohio has a great campus. Would, would, would you ever cut it that close if you had that kind of responsibility? An arena full I just of think people? Th- I just think they've probably done it so many times that they don't think anything. I don't know. I, I think now, if there's get, a weather system, a different deal. I think you get to be such a big star that you don't care what the rest of the world does. It's 49 minutes to get paid a million dollars is one of the best gigs on the planet yeah. going right now. Especially mm-hmm. when you ad-lib it and you really don't need to... I'm not sure he works on his material, but... I mean, to be able to hop in a plane at, you know, 5 and get to yeah. St. Louis by yeah, 7. Yeah, he just tells stories. I mean, he just tells stories. Uh, this is interesting. I didn't I hadn't heard this. He was running late because he had to fly to Chicago first and get a new passport. That's from the thumb out of water. <laughs> that could be. So that's what happened. Yeah, well, that now, could be. Now it's starting he, to make sense. He got people for that. He does not need. You need a passport to get into St. Louis now? No, I think it was just a play on how yeah, terrible. Or Pepper and Genie. It was a plane. It was a bit. <laughs> so anyway as far as the actual comedy i'm a big rick ingram guy had never heard of him i thought he was outstanding especially considering he had to fill and had to do no. two and 40, started ripping the guy. audience members it was it was legitimately <laughs> outstanding 41 years old guy from kansas city uh, and then uh chris rocks you know just incredible and Chappelle's incredible so it was it was great to see him. I think my perspective on the evening is in part viewed from a diminished standpoint because of just the time, you know. Chris so. Rock talking about Will Smith. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I and he heard. made a Pookie reference, which made me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> you got milk in those, Doug? I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's when he was he was in the crack house and the girls had no tops on that were filling out the bags. And oh, he was high. <laughs> okay. What did he say about Will Smith smacking him? Uh, he said like his whole thing. He said that he began to go into this thing. Um, I, I I I didn't know. I thought he might have listened to my podcast. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. yeah, and then after hearing this this part of the set, I'm now certain he listens to mm-hmm. it. Uh, but he talked about America's got an addiction problem. Addiction to likes. He goes, people used to want to be loved. Now they just want to be liked. Get your likes. And I'm like, oh, my God, this yeah. is my thing. Get your likes. I'm like Chris Rock. So he was talking about his four ways to get likes. Uh, and he said, and then the final one was, and that's how he moved into the Will Smith thing, uh, be a victim. You used to wait to do something to make money. Now you just wait for somebody to do something to mess up to go take their job and make money. Uh, and he goes, man, I got knocked out by a guy who played Muhammad Ali, and I played Pookie, and I'm not a victim. <laughs> Everybody's a victim. Uh, he goes, it's a business being a victim. And uh, so that was uh, the, the attention. He goes, Stay, she's a picture of your food. Uh, picture of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the food. I don't get the food. 
We're all eating lunch today. Follow us. <laughs> I'm not. He is not no. eating lunch, Doug, so there you go. I actually had a, a nice peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich on Friday. I, did, I, I didn't see the picture of it. I know, I should have. I thought about it. I said, this, it, it sounds so horrible. I may just get a picture, but I didn't. No one wants to see the food you're eating. And yet, you see it all the time. People go to a uh, to restaurant just to picture the food. It's delivered. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what the what they're looking for there. It's it, look at me. I'm at a restaurant. Or look how fortunate I am. Blessed. I there's people my age, man. There's this infatuation with not only taking a picture of your food, but everyone else's food at the table as like some kind of weird flex. I don't get it. Uh, no, nobody's going to. Why tell is me that a flex? That. Like if you go to like a nice restaurant. We like all take, ordered food. And like take a picture of all the food. I don't I don't get it, man. I don't get it. We didn't have enough money Do for Do not dinner. take any pictures of anything I'm eating, drinking, or doing in Jamaica. <laughs> oh God, no. Oh, I'm not gonna have my phone. That'd I'm gonna of throw of in the food. room. That'd be plenty of pictures of our food. Why? Oh, we're promoting the resort, so you wanna let everybody know how nice the resort is and the dining rooms and the food and all that. You post a lot of food pictures, don't you? <laughs> and this oh, one's hitting close to home. I do. <laughs> Too close to the sun. I do. <laughs> hey, here's my cheesecake. No, well, I'm going to post a picture of my ribeye from the other night. Are you? I just want to wait until I did the spot before I post the picture. Well, if you're, if you're, <laughs> sure the check if you're helping to sell a product, that's one thing. But I post pictures all the time. I posted one last week. Doug's in for a treat tonight, and I post a picture of what I cooked. What'd you cook, boy? I think all those shrimp. I posted oh. a picture. Uh, guys, three things. Tim, you're the best. Tim, your Chris Rock impersonation is the best. It was pretty good. And uh, the nose breather is back. That's from oh. Flocky the Smurf. Gosh, Flocky the Smurf's usually an email or not a texter. Yeah. Well, his email sucks if he tries his hand at texting. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what, too, is you get older. You always want, when you were younger, you wanted things to last. You wouldn't mind if a concert was three hours or whatever. But as you get older, you kind of, eh, I kind of hope they only play for like 50 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's. It's, I'd be curious because most people don't have to get up as early as yeah. know, we do, which is fine. I wouldn't trade this for you know a normal hour job. But so my perspective is different on it, and and so maybe people. I also think probably people spent a lot of money for the tickets, and they, there's a a thing that people do, especially if they're going on social media talking about it, uh, where they don't have to go. Eh, I don't know if I got my money's worth on that. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. how I feel. That's true. I, w I went, I was down there hosting Balloon Party while I was in the pre-sale ticket line online uh, to make sure I got tickets. Because I really wanted, I, I lucky enough to see Carlin, lucky enough to see Seinfeld, and I'm like, if I can see these two guys, this been one night, too. Yeah. You know, that was my thought process. But, you know, if you remember, it kind of came out of nowhere as far as the announcement goes. It, yeah. It's something that you would think you're finding out is coming to St. Louis with nine, ten months' notice. You found out about it about three weeks ago, if that. And uh, and so it, the way the night played out, because of whatever Chappelle ran into, whether he was running late or he really did have flight issues, and I have no idea, but he's the one that was late. I thought it was Rock, but it was Chappelle. Um, that's, that's the comedy. It was great, but the... The, the night was messed up because of the arrival situation. Yeah, that was going to but, but if you But if you get up at 7 o'clock, you're like, all right, I still got six hours of sleep. Yeah. Whatever. Now, the one thing I would say, I'd be curious for the people who didn't, you know, couldn't see the clock and stayed through the very, very end of Chappelle's set, 
we were out there and we were like fifth in line to get our phones out of the pouch. Yeah. So we didn't have to wait for that and we didn't have to wait to get out of that garage. That garage is tight quarters for anybody who's parked in it. I mean, the Enterprise Center garage is ridiculous getting out of that thing if you're on one of the higher levels. Yeah. Much so that might be a different thing. So I was back in home and asleep by twelve fifty, but I bet there were plenty of people who were late getting out of there, not late, just leaving like anybody else and uh and they might not have gotten home or I guess it depends on where you live, but they might have been sitting in a garage until twelve forty five. Now if Big Head Todd would have been on a Sunday. Doug Big Head Todd back to that now. <laughs> well, we're just talking about length of things and weekends, but if it would have been on a Sunday, I'd have probably left earlier. And they played like twenty three songs. And they played like five songs after Bittersweet. Did they? Yeah, and I think one of them was a Ramon song. So they were actually playing other people's songs. They were but, stretching. But if it had been a, wasn't in town yet. <laughs> but if it had been a Sunday, I would have left after Bittersweet. I said, okay, see you. But it's a weekend. I got nothing to do. So Yeah. So I get it, though. I mean, week during the week, if you're at concerts or shows or whatever, and it's like, God, it's 1130 already. My God, I got to get Yeah, but if it, were a, if it were a Friday night, I wouldn't yeah. have thought anything of it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So that that colors my perspective just because of how early we have to get up. So I want to reemphasize that. If you're somebody, you took the day off because you knew you were going to the show and you want to be able to hang out and have booze or smoke weed or whatever, or if you were somebody that just gets up at a normal hour, you might not have thought anything of it. That's That's all I was thinking about. But I also, and Chappelle's like, I bet you guys didn't even know I was late. Um, but I mean, it, to me, it was, it was it, when the thing didn't start till eight 30 and then an opener came out, that was the moment I go, Oh my God. And then I'm like, okay, the opener was good. And then Ashley Larry came out and he wasn't as good. And I could tell he was stretching and I'm like, Oh God, one of these guys isn't in St. Louis. They took an intermission before the... And then they took the intermission mm-hmm. before Chris Rock came out. After that's starting went, an hour and a half late. That's when I would have got my phone and been like, oh, okay, I'm leaving. But the, the issue the was how much you paid for it, so you're ah, trapped. So if yeah. I would have just gotten the tickets handed to me, you know, somebody would have gone, hey, I got these things, and I am i don't know. I don't know what I would have done. But I was pot committed. <laughs> there was nothing I could do. No. <laughs> and plus, it's like, man, I, these these are two of the all-time greats, and they're here. I mean, I'd seen Chappelle play the pageant like 20 years ago, but I'd never seen rock. And like... You know, screw it. I mean, I'm fine. You know, I mean, I got four hours of sleep. I'll be fine. It's not a big deal. Obviously, this isn't the most mentally strenuous operation here. So, uh, but I'm curious from the perspective of other people who experience it, because my view is 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 influenced by the fact that I got to get up so early. I bet there's a lot of people upset. I mean, how many how many concerts and shows? I think a lot of people are upset, Doug, more about the ticket line or not or the line to get into the building. It's freezing yeah. out and how long. And, and we got there early. But we knew you had to get there early. I told uh, Anna Marie, I said, hey, it'd be good if we left our house around 5.30. Show starts at 7.30. But I knew the situation with the phone thing. If you didn't know that, but I believe they sent that out when you bought your tickets. But I, it's one of those things that people probably, I'm sure plenty of people didn't know about. And, man, when we got there, when we got off of 40 to go park, there was already a line outside the building. And that was at 6, I don't know, 20. And I'm going, God, what the hell's going on? She goes, are you sure it's 7.30? And I'm like, I saw it just before we left. And I was thinking, maybe we're late. Yeah, I saw quite a few pictures on uh, Facebook, people just posting a picture of the line to get in. What, what was great, like, looking on Twitter and I guess the fan page had it a little bit, not as much, but, like, line shaming. 
like when somebody shows a picture of how long the line is, somebody would come in and go, oh, well, you should have gotten there earlier. You know, it only took us 25 minutes to get from here to yeah. the door. Read your read the tickets. It's like you can't even complain about something without somebody complaining about you complaining <laughs> about something. <laughs> it's like so. It's like the passport thing to where everybody was trying to one-up. Oh, well, I got my passport in two days. Oh, really? I just got mine now, and I just applied for it 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Everybody had to be the quickest, and like— in these things, like that one post, people were like kind of bashing him for complaining about the line. And if you look at the picture, the line looks ridiculous for you know a comedy night. Sure, and 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 I saw the picture from the Post Dispatch. I think the photographer of the Post Dispatch. Is it David Carson? I don't know. Uh, he had some pictures, and it was all along Market, and then you would head southbound on Fourteenth, and there was an entry along Fourteenth because that's where we exited. And uh, and that line was along market, so around the building. And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, I know this thing. If it's not sold out, it's close to it. And there's 50% of the people in the building, and it's 80, and there's seats anyway, and it's 8 o'clock. This thing isn't close to starting. But it was because Chappelle, I don't know if I, I don't know what time it would have started if they would have started it on time had Chappelle been in St. Louis. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure they brought both of those guys out there. Yeah, I th- I don't know. It's I mean everything's fair game on it. But, that wouldn't be. Know, I mean, I saw Carlin at Jesse Hall in Columbia in '97. I was lucky. The Seinfeld was a surprise thing when I was in New York, and was lucky enough to be running around with Artie Lang in 2013. And Seinfeld did a surprise appearance at Gotham Comedy Club, and uh, so that wasn't a, that was like that was a show for a couple hundred people. However many that room holds, and then now these two, and I'm like I'm. And they were, I mean, they're incredibly good. Don't get me wrong. But that's the set of circumstances that I would imagine influenced some people's perspective on the quality of the evening. I'd like to know where this Ingram was. Excuse me? I'd like to know Ingram, if he was scheduled to be part of the opening act or <clears throat> he was close to St. Louis and he said, look, I'm not going to get there for another two hours. Can you get there and do a little bit? Rick Ingram, the, the yeah. opener who did two different sets? Oh, I'm sure he's part of it. Ashy Gray was part of it too. <laughs> Ashy Larry. Ashy Larry yeah. was part of it too. Uh, yeah. Really? It's kind of odd to have two big well, superstars I mean, I, I, like that to have two opening acts and then one guy come back again. I get the guy coming back. Well, again. Well, yeah, he came back again time. because of the situation. But I'm just curious. And it might, it might have, it might that might not have been part of it. I, I, I honestly, if you would have said going in, if there was going to be an opening act, I wouldn't have thought so because you got two guys and you're thinking they're both going to go about an hour. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That it maybe Chappelle was. Look, who can we get? Who is around the area that can jump in there and kill some time? Um, so maybe I'm surprised I haven't heard of Rick Ingram. I was really impressed by him. Nobody's heard of him, by the way. I've not. No. Yeah, maybe he's playing the funny bone that night, and he just let's see. Came over. He's on the Twitter tweets. God, he only has eight thousand followers. Yeah. On tour with Chris Rock. No, he's on tour with him. No. That's what his bio says. Yeah. So he's on tour with Chris Rock. Doesn't say Chappelle. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Maybe he's opening for Rock, and Rock's got to pay him, and Chappelle's not paying him. No, he's pretty damn good. Kansas City guy. So I'll be following his trajectory. <clears throat> I think if the if the weather's okay and you're flying private, I don't think you have much of an excuse not to get to a, a program on time. Well, I mean, I mean, how many concerts and comedians have you seen in the past? You don't worry about the guy not showing up. But you don't, if 
if you're saying that, then you're operating on the premise that he really didn't run into some kind of airline trouble or airplane right. trouble. Right, well, whatever sure it is, you get, there, you get there early. You don't, you don't leave at the last minute. If you got a stadium full of people there who paid good money to see, you don't, you don't plan to get there halfway during the show. Get there that day, that morning, the night before. I think you owe that to people. Well, he said he was on the tarmac for two hours. Maybe, so maybe he wasn't. Well, if he was, he was leaving him plenty of time to get so there. That, so that, to me, in and of itself, would be believable. You would wonder why, but it can be a mechanical issue. That happens. I'm sure all of us have been on flights where there's a mechanical issue. Well, if he but said then when he said the, the masks came down, that's where the story, from my standpoint, perhaps people can point out why, but from my standpoint, I go, okay, well, now I've picked off the bluff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, if he said and then he, when he said the pilot turned around and said everything's going to be okay, well, then why would you be sitting on the tarmac for two hours? Even if he did. And the show didn't start till 10.30, so he would have got there at 8.30? That's still too late. That's still not in time. That's still six hours too late. Let him have it, Doug. I, I just, I, you know, it, it's frustrating with the, when the stars get so big that they think they can, they can treat the general public however they want to. Oh, you'll wait for me. I'll get there when I get there. I'd, I'd be hopping mad if I was those people who sat there that long. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. Uh, 636-9004-TMA. It's how you can call into the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone lines. You can text in to the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Coming up at 9 o'clock, the Colonel will join us. Brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. And Doug Ryan Kelly is the title sponsor of this program, and I've got him online at thehomeloanexpert.com. And he will show up on time to take care of your mortgage problems. He's got that VIP refi program. Interest rates are up, but that shouldn't stop you from buying a home with the housing market returning to normal. Now is the time to strike a deal on a home that would have been unheard of just about a year ago. You can make up for that higher interest rate with a lower asking price on the house. Sellers are looking to make deals right now, so reach out to Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, to get pre-approved for your dream home today. And with Ryan's 10-day closing guarantee, you'll be in your new home faster than ever. When interest rates come down, and they will come back down, you'll be covered as part of their VIP refi program. And after you make six payments on your mortgage, they will refinance you to that new lower rate with no fees. VIPs refi with no fees. When you work with Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, find out more about this program at thehomeloanexpert.com. It's remote starting season, and I have been using it now with my car from uh, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. That's Mungan S. St. Louis Acura. Doug, you don't happen to have that private number that Jamie Burkhardt. Of course I do. Ah. Oh, what is it? It's a secret number for our audience. 314-252-0029. Nice. You get direct to the muckety-mucks. That's right. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganast. Uh, That's how you can text or call and have a direct contact at Munganast. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota will find out the results of the Munganast Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown here coming up in our appliance discounters. 8 o'clock hour. It's Munganast, stlouisacura.com, and altontoyota.com. VIP Auto Accessories works with Munganast. VIP Auto Accessories is your one-stop, full-service shop for all your auto accessory needs. They do van and truck upfitting for commercial fleet vehicles, and they provide graphic solutions for vehicles, retail office space, floors, windows, and more. And I was talking about remote starting. Get your remote starts with VIP Auto Accessories. Tommy Sabulka wants to work directly with you. Call 314-428-3900. Or email them at tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. It's VIP Auto Accessories, all local since 1979. They work with Munganest. They work with Design Air Heating and Cooling. Tommy is a wonderful gentleman, and they are the 
best at what they do. Van and truck upfitting for commercial fleet vehicles. All gets done in one shop. All one stop, all one shop. That shop, VIP Auto Accessories. Uh, Doug, some people have pulled up the flight information, they think? Yeah. Uh, they fine. Pretty sure I found the flight from Dayton to St. Louis. Charter flight scheduled to leave at 545 Eastern, so we'll say 445. Uh, it wound up leaving at 947 Central. So 445 Central left at 945 Central. Wow. The flight landed at 1041 Central. Total flight time, 54 minutes. There you go. And he was, so he was on stage about 1130? Uh, I guess he was on the stage around based on if somebody said it was 49 minutes and he was done at around 11.55. So he was on stage at about 11.05. So in 20 minutes he made it from the airport to on stage? He had a police escort. That's very believable. And he was literally back in his plane in two hours and made a million dollars. Well, I don't know that he made a million dollars. I'm sure he made hundreds of thousands minimum. Yeah. Even with the police escort, it's taking him more than 20 And by the way, he should. Who else is going to be able to do that in two weeks' notice? Tip of the cap. Got game. <laughs> oh, yeah. You make whatever you make. People are oh, willing to pay yeah. for it. No, I'm yeah, not. That, I'm I don't have a problem God. with that, with how, what he makes. I so, Doug, do you have a problem with him leaving at 445 St. Louis? Absolutely. Time? Okay. Yeah. That, if, 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 in fact, this information. It's a private plane. He could have left whenever he wanted to leave. So, 445 for an hour flight. Then you're going to get there at 545 St. Louis time. Yeah, well, okay, he can sit there for an hour and 15 minutes before the show starts. Everybody else I'm did. So, i got to tell you, man, if indeed that's his flight that left at 947 Central from Ohio, from Dayton, I can't believe that show went on because I had a buddy of mine text me and he said, here's the deal with these curfews. Cause I, I was pretty sure of this. Hard midnight curfew for the venue and the promoter has to cut a substantial check for going over time. Yeah. Uh, Riverport is a hard 11 p.m. curfew for amplified sound curfew. So there's the reasoning there. Right. So that's why, but I had no idea what, what time it was. I no. just saw the thing pop up, and it was like minute 30, minute 29. And I said to my wife, I said, we got to get out of here. And she's like, no, I think he's going to tell more jokes. I said, mm. maybe he is. I don't think so, and I don't care. And if you've got that kind of money and you're going to sit on the tarmac or, or wait it out seven hours, don't you get another plane? Let's just say, hey, there's got to be another private plane here that can get us there. Oh, I don't know if those are necessarily just sitting around. I, I don't know. And and you're in Dayton. It's not like you're at, you know, New York or even Spirit for that yeah. matter. Seven hours, you could have flown one in from somewhere else. That is the flight. The question is why Spirit and not Parks downtown right across the river Moron. Hmm. That is, hold on, I'm going to read it again. Okay. That is the flight. The question is why Spirit and not Parks downtown right across the river, moron. So maybe he's saying you should have flown into Parks downtown right across the river as opposed to Spirit. Uh, He made it from Spirit to the Enterprise Center on stage in 20 minutes. They must have been driving 90 miles an hour. Yeah. For real. I'd be curious on that. Was anybody on uh, 40 last night at around 11? (laughs) Did you see that? <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, wouldn't a 9.45 departure be 8.45 St. Louis? Dayton's an hour ahead. Yeah, I already had uh, moved up the hour. So he left, according to this, at uh, at 10.47 Eastern time. So, Doug, I moved the hour, so it was 9.47 right. Central. When that is, is unbelievable. Yeah. Holy 
crap. Wow. 9.47, you got to get here, and you know you got to be out by 11.55. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that plane takes off 13 minutes later, he probably just says, ah, I'm going to stay in Ohio. God, and then what happens? He forfeits his money, and then I don't know what they do because you I saw pe- Rock. People, people rate, I, like, I, I've seen some, because I was curious, because I, I just wanted to know what happened. So I searched Chappelle on Twitter, and I saw some people, you know, complaining about it. Some people were fine with it, whatever. And that if you would have had people raising hell. they probably refund. There's probably some sort of insurance on that, like a cancellation insurance, in case something like that happens so you don't just get banged. What, would you pay two fifty a pop to see Ashy Larry and the boys? <laughs> like, screw that. I'm getting my money back for sure. Even Ashy said St. Louis is the number one town in America, so these guys could have spent a day or two here and that is not correct. cut it so close to the wire. <laughs> Uh, all right, it is uh, 818. Niggy is standing up, leaning over this chair. Oh, I thought we were breaking before. Well, you're always there. welcome to leave. We carry on well, either way. Sometimes I've done that, and then you went to a whole other segment and took calls. I come back in, and you're oh, still fine. with the segment. We'll, we'll be fine. Everything's fine. Doug's vacation. I don't need to leave. Vacation? No, okay. yeah. Well, the stand the standing's probably more distracting than the, the, oh, the empty chair. It, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Stretching. It's a dog. Ours is the kind of show where friends feel like they can stand at any time <laughs> mm-hmm. and come and go at their leisure. Uh, guys, I had the same problem yesterday when three thousand Hoosiers showed up late from St. Charles to Monster Jam and caused the line out front to take forever. That's from Mr. Oh. Licks. Mr. Licks was at Monster Jam. That was going on at the same time. Is that right? I don't know. Man. I've never been to Monster Jam, and I don't think I'm going. Hell no. Uh, guys, they actually sent the second plane to Dayton from Teterboro. That's the New York private airport, probably because of the mechanical. But if you look at the flight, it diverted to St. Louis, probably because they cleared the mechanical on the first plane. Boy, people are really—you can find all this knowledge. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? Uh, all we need to know is if there was a plane issue. It certainly sounded like there was. I still, I mean... But, Doug, your premise is, issue or not, don't leave at 4.45 when your show right. is at 7.30. All it takes is one small problem, and you're late, and you've got a, an arena full of people who paid big money to come see you. Yeah, it's kind of a high-risk thing, either one of them, because I would imagine... I don't know how it works between the two of them. If one of them is late and they got to cancel, how does that work for Chris Rock, for example? Yeah. Or your guy, Ashy Larry. Yeah, he's my guy, for sure. Oh, you definitely have for a refund if you don't see <laughs> DJ, DJ Trauma. trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson, what's your analysis on this situation? You're you're an unbiased observer, but Doug, he's a sharp for a 24. Is he? Well, okay. Thank you. Uh, you know, I think these guys, Chappelle especially, he works on his own time, and it's kind of. And I get Doug completely. Get your point. It probably would be considered unprofessional to do what he's do- doing, but he's a guy who, at the height of his power, pretty much, like just left the industry completely. So he's someone who, I, if I'm going to leave when I'm going to leave, and if I'm late, I, nothing I can really do about it. So I think, you know, if, if the situation, I, if it was a Saturday night, it would obviously be such a different story. But it was a Sunday night, and I don't think that changes Chappelle's mind one way or another. That's my opinion on it. Well, there, there is a thing about just being professional with everybody else involved. Right. You're not the only one in the world here. What right. time is the right time to leave Dayton, Ohio, to make sure Well, if the show starts at 7 that night. 7.30. 7.30. It seems like you ought to be in St. Louis at least by noon. And it's oh, not wow. like, yeah, I agree with Doug. It's not like you're performing at, like, you know, the Met Gala in front of a bunch of billionaires who have nothing to do the next day. It's like 
your your most your crowd is working class on a Sunday. I mean, people have babysitters and lives, yeah. and you know they, they don't have the luxuries of you know some of these guys. Maybe they get too highbrow and you know just don't understand. People have to work the next day. Yeah. You can't come in there at eleven, do a forty minute show, and expect us to praise you. Uh, Kevin brothers, ja- Kevin's brother Jack Demoff, who I also think is a sharp, says the dirty secret is that these split billings mean that if anyone on the card goes on, even if the headliners cancel, Ticketmaster has the cause to deny refunds. Card subject to change, quote, is a part of the terms of service. Mm. At that point, had they announced there wouldn't be refunds, I would have been running for the exits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would oh, been, we would have had an Axel Rose Riverport situation. Get the TMA well, And there was, too. by the way, for those of you who were there... And it was behind Doug, uh, what's that guy that you love, DJ Trauma. It yeah. was near where he was. There was a fight that broke out. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Not surprised. You, I mean, it was, it, I, it, was, it was brief, but at one time when it was during Chappelle's set, when he paused, uh, you could hear somebody go, get the F out of here. Mm. <laughs> and people started turning because they could kind of hear it. Uh. So I don't know what was going on there. Well, remember that policy next time you are tempted to shell out hundreds of dollars to go see somebody that if they cancel, eh, they just get your money anyway. The comedy was good. The evening was a little off. But again, it was because of Chappelle's situation. So that caused Rick Ingram to stretch, and yet he killed two different sets from my standpoint. He killed. Depends on what kind of comedy you like. Uh, Ashy Larry, probably not somebody that I would want to go back and see, enjoy my Chappelle show. Uh, Chris Rock was outstanding, but you could tell he was... He wasn't doing his normal set toward the end because it just kind of ended, which is weird. But I think he was probably, he might have been like, you know, I mean, I've been up here doing an hour and 15 minutes. And then the, the uh, St. Louis, the best city in the world, mm-hmm. music interlude. And then when Rick Ingram came back out there, everybody who wasn't in the know was kind of <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whew. Cats and dogs. Mm. Yeah, the intermission after Ashy Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do at intermission? Just go out in the concourse and act like you're having a, a fabulous time? Uh, you know, I uh, I think went out to use a restroom and there's nothing, you know. Not much to do. Not much to do. I wanted to know what was going on with the cow. I would have just wanted to watch it. I mean, my bet wasn't a huge bet. I didn't really care all that much, but I had money on it. And I just was kidding. It's an NFL playoff game. I'm interested in seeing what's happening. I got to be able to educate the people on balloon parties. Sure, about you it do. In two yeah. hours. Yeah. You know, that's important. Or break down Take away their phones and show up three hours late. The yes. phone thing I get because Rock has a Netflix special coming up in like a month. Yeah, so I probably saw his Netflix special. Right, exactly. Yeah, so that that I I don't know. What Chappelle, I'm surprised Chappelle does any live shows outside of stuff he's filming for a special because he strikes me as a guy like I said who just he does his thing and doesn't like to work a ton. Wants to be with his family a lot more. Well, I didn't know that. I, it, 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 that's the. I mean, when he left Chappelle's show, it was to be with his family, was it not? Like when he just completely left the industry. He like made that was a big return when he came. I back. was under the impression he just kind of had a breakdown from all of the pressure that that deal would put on him. Right, because he was really young during Chappelle's show. Right? Like, he is, I think, around fifty. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so and Chappelle's show, and like he said last night, he said tonight is twenty years since the debut of Chappelle's show. Yeah. Right. So he's he's late twenties, thirties when that mm-hmm. was going on. So I, I just I, he strikes me as a guy who's like I do my Netflix shows and like I'll do like intimate shows but like a tour I don't think would be something he would necessarily want to do yeah he's 49 
But I mean, you had put him and Chris Rock together. Oh, like if it yeah. was like Rock was here in July. Yeah. I remember he was at Bush Stadium. I remember texting with the cat about it because the cat got him on the the broadcast. Remember that? Were you anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was talking I about. Go, I text him. I go, how in the hell? And I said he was great too. Rock was great. I'm sure he was like, don't ask about the Oscars. <laughs> but uh, you know, he was great. Cat was in there screwing around with him for a few minutes, and uh, so he was just here seven months ago. Well, why wouldn't he be if we're the number one city in the country? Yeah. DJ Trauma. Yeah, his words, not not ours. That's right. Well, like there it is. Okay. A lot, of, te- lot, of, lot of text on the topic. Uh, hold on a second. KG and O Town. I wasn't going to say anything, but my meeting with Chappelle to pitch sponsoring Pepper and Jeannie went late, and I couldn't be sorrier. That's KG. Oh. He had a meeting with Dave Chappelle. Well, I would imagine he gets things done. That's why the mask came down because, like, he kind of blew him away with the presentation. Oh wow, wow, wow! You know, played him a segment about how to. Stay, That's what it was. Stay cool mm-hmm. in the and summer. And the takes took all the oxygen out, and they needed the masks. Yeah, I've got KG and O Town news coming up on the other side of the break. Me too. Wow. Yeah, you want to get better at teasing? Yeah. You just did. Yep. Uh, That's coming up in the Appliance Discounters, 8 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Closing out the Mungin' Ass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour.